Hey girl, welcome to Her Limitless Potential Podcast. My name's Caitlin, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with all things business, productivity, and helping you become the very best version of yourself. On this podcast, we're all about bringing you content that's fearlessly authentic, wildly insightful, and really damn empowering. Think of me as your ride-or-die bestie when it comes to getting you out of your own way and into a life you can't wait to wake up to. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Her Limitless Potential. I wanted this episode to be about starting an Etsy business because I know it so well, and my very first year I made five figures while I was in college and in a sorority and incredibly busy, to say the least. I started at my kitchen table, and I just kept growing it. Every year I would double my revenue and eventually got it so big that I just couldn't run it for my house anymore. So I took some money and built this really nice studio in our backyard, and that's where I am pretty much all day every day. So if you're just starting out on Etsy or you're playing with the idea of opening an Etsy shop, this is the episode for you. When I started my Etsy shop, I was really good about having that done is better than perfect mentality. I think the biggest hurdle was choosing a shop name, and my niche was sororities, so I had a hell of a time trying to pick a name so that when you read it, you would know that our shop is for sorority girls. I would make a list of words and try to put something together that was cute and feminine, and I spent so much time on this, and eventually I told myself, this is taking too long. Like, I can't be spending this much time trying to find the perfect name. And I noticed that a lot of other shops use their name as their shop name, like Hannah Grace Designs or something like that. So I settled on just using my name, and I figured I could just change it down the road when I did figure out that perfect business name. So I had my shop set up, but I didn't have any listings or products on there yet. And at the time, I literally just had a silhouette cameo. It's It's the same thing as a Cricut. Uh, It could cut vinyl, so you can basically make a sticker and place it on a cup or a laptop or the back of your car window. And my process to adding new items to my shop was a lot more complicated than your typical Etsy shop because I got licensed to sell sorority stuff. And every time you want to sell a new product, whether it's a new shirt design or a new cup or keychain or whatever... I have to digitally create it and then submit it to the licensing company so that they can either approve it or deny it. So it's definitely not as simple as getting a new idea and putting it out there to see if other girls like it. But in the very beginning, I started out carrying three sororities. And I remember my first listings were laptop decals because I was still searching for a Tumblr manufacturer Plus, I was still learning Etsy in general because I didn't know jack shit about anything on Etsy. But I was super determined to learn everything. I would watch YouTube videos and read blogs. And I bought a couple books to help me understand how to run an Etsy business. I just wanted to know pretty much everything. So I wanted to make this episode all about starting your business on Etsy So hopefully I can flatten that learning curve out for you so you don't have to spend nearly as much time as I did trying to figure out everything for yourself. So at the very beginning, you'll have to know things like your banking information so Etsy knows where to send your money. 
and some personal information about you, of course, and the name for your shop. Uh, I'm not a firm believer in naming your business so that it's a reflection of what you sell. I mean, if you can create a super cute name that fits and it's catchy and you obviously get what your store is based on that name, then hell yeah, go for it. But there's businesses out there that when you hear their name, you don't immediately know what they sell. Like Kohl's or Zoomies. What the hell does Zoomies even mean? You know what I think of when I think of the word Zoomies? I think of my little Pomsky pup, Lexi, running around outside at a thousand miles an hour as if she's on drugs. But we all know Lexi is not on drugs. She just has a case of the Zoomies. So (laughs) I think you can name your business whatever you want, especially when you're just starting out. You can totally use your name just like I did. The only thing though, to keep in mind is that once you choose your Etsy name, you can only change it one more time. So definitely go with whatever feels good right now. But if you decide down the road to change your business name, make sure it's something that you're totally obsessed with and makes sense because you can't change it again. You'll be stuck with it. As far as decorating your shop, I personally used Canva for my shop banner and logo. I'm not a graphic designer by any means, but Canva has hundreds of templates you can choose from, regardless of what you're selling, and they all look really cute and professional. I just choose a template, change the colors and the fonts, and, you know, tweaked it a little bit, and then I downloaded the images and uploaded them to Etsy, and they're totally free to use. They also have a Canva Pro option that you can use free for 30 days. It gives you access to all the templates and features, so if you just want to try the pro version out for free, the link will be in the show notes. I would definitely recommend using them, at least until you can hire a graphic designer to create a look that's more on point with your shop and your brand. I also spent a lot of time looking around and shopping for the cutest fonts I could find so I could use them to design even cuter products. So for that, I went to Creative Market. They have thousands and thousands of fonts to choose from, so no no matter what your look or style is, you will for sure find something you love. And they don't just have fonts. They have social media templates for when you want to promote your shop or patterns and illustrations you can use to create designs. It's definitely the place to go for creative entrepreneurs, no matter if you're starting an Etsy shop or your own graphic design business, or even if you're starting your own clothing line. I've seen girls purchasing patterns from Creative Market and have another company print that pattern on fabric so they can use that fabric for their clothes. So it's definitely something to check out. I actually made this little font collection for you in case you just want to get your creative juices flowing. It has really beautiful fonts. Some of them I use myself in my shop, and I think it'll be a great place for you to start, especially when you're trying to figure out what your vibe is. I know looking at things like that helped me get a better vision of what I want in my shop and my products to look like, so I know it'll help you too. I'll link that in the show notes. So at this point, you should have your Etsy shop set up as far as you've named it, decorated it with your banner and shop logo. And at some point, you'll have to do shop policies, which is really simple. It's basically just whether or not you accept exchanges or returns and things like that. I personally don't do exchanges or returns because I don't make a product until a customer orders it. So they'll choose what Tumblr they want, and then they'll choose what sorority they want on that Tumblr. Then they'll choose what design they want and then what color they want that design to be. 
So everything's made to order. So the problem with me accepting returns is that that tumbler that the customer returned would just sit around my studio collecting dust until another came along wanting that exact tumbler. The odds of that is so low, so I just don't accept exchanges or returns. So definitely think about things like that when you're deciding what your policies are going to be. And at some point, you should write a little bio about your shop. Maybe talk about what made you create the shop or what your shop is all about. My shop's bio is older than dirt. I haven't changed it since I opened it in 2018. But, you know, maybe sometime I'll get around to updating it. You should probably know about the fees when it comes to Etsy. A lot of people refuse to do Etsy because of the fees, and I agree that it is kind of a lot, especially when you're more established and making money, but honestly, I think it could be worse, so we just roll with the punches over here. So first, every product that you put into your shop, Etsy charges you 20 cents to put that listing out into the world, and every time that product is sold, Etsy charges you another 20 cents to renew that listing. So let's say you have a listing and it's a Christmas shirt. You know, Christmas is coming, people are feeling festive, so you have five of these Christmas shirts in your shop. When a customer purchases a shirt, Etsy charges you 20 cents to renew that listing and show the world that you now have four shirts available to purchase. And it keeps going until you're sold out, and then once you have more shirts available, you can update your quantity in that listing and Etsy will put it back onto the marketplace again. Does that make sense? Etsy also charges you a 5% transaction fee for every order you get. And honestly, I think that should be lower, but I mean, who the hell cares what I think anymore? As far as getting paid, you can choose how often you get your direct deposit. You can choose every day, every week, every two weeks, or every month. I personally have my Etsy set to pay me every Monday, because Mondays are depressing enough, so I like to have something to look forward to on the saddest day of the week. But, of course, you can choose whatever works for you. So, throughout the week, all my money I make will accumulate, and I just get one big lump sum deposit. Etsy also recently rolled out this star seller program that puts this little purple badge on your shop, basically so customers know that you're super reliable. And to get that badge, sellers have to be really good about replying to messages within 24 hours, shipping items on time, and receiving five-star reviews. And having that badge also helps you rank when people search for products like yours. Like, if I search for, we'll keep the Christmas theme, let's say I go on Etsy and I search for Christmas stickers. And I see all these listings for adorable holiday stickers, some of those listings will have that little purple badge next to their reviews to let me know they're a star seller. It helps their listing stand out and makes people more likely to click on your products. So definitely try your best to reply to messages fast and ship your orders on time, and naturally the five-star reviews will just come. When it comes to listings, the most important thing to focus on is your product photos. Pictures are what sell your product, right? They are going to be what compels a customer to click on your listing and consider buying your item. Your pictures need great lighting, and of course, they need to be good quality. You don't want them to be blurry or out of focus. And you don't need an expensive camera to do this. You can totally use the camera on your phone. You can take photos of your product being used, whether it's sweatshirts or scrunchies or art prints, 
or you can just use a plain background. Remember, it doesn't need to be absolutely perfect as if it just came out of a professional photo shoot. It just needs to be clear. I would scroll through Pinterest to try and get some ideas for how to shoot my products. And once you get the photos done, the description is going to be what you work on next. You want it to be a good size and you want to put your keywords at the very beginning. So let's say you sell Disney themed charm bracelets. The first words in your description should contain the words someone would put into the search bar on Etsy to find your product. So if your entire store is Disney themed charm bracelets and you're working on a listing for a Cinderella charm bracelet, I think the first word should be Disney Cinderella charm bracelet. And later in the description, you can throw the words jewelry, charms, princess, and talk about the specific charms that are on the bracelet, like a glass slipper or a castle or that pumpkin carriage or even that fat mouse that was in the movie. I can't even think of his name, but I want to say he wore like a green shirt or a green hat. I don't know, but there could be someone out there that loves this fat mouse so much that they want to include him on a charm bracelet, right? So what do they do? They go to Etsy and search Cinderella Fat Mouse Charm Bracelet. And because your listing says Cinderella Charm Bracelet and somewhere in the description you included that fat mouse's name, they'll find your listing and hopefully buy it. So when you're done writing your description, you'll have to put in tags and tags are the keywords, again, you want to be found for in the Cinderella scenario, your tags would be like Disney, Cinderella, Princess, Charm, Bracelet, Jewelry, words like that. So there's a couple strategies you can use when you first open your shop and you get like all your listings done, you've decorated it, you're ready to open. So the first one, the first strategy, which is the one I did because I just wanted to learn as I go, I opened my shop with one product and I just gradually added more and more items. But if I had to do it all over again, I would use the second strategy, which is to already have several items in your shop before you open it. I would do 20 items just so customers have a bunch of products to look through, but you can totally do whatever's best for you. So that does it for your basic Etsy logic. I'll give you a few things to think about for when you feel comfortable with Etsy and feel like you want to start growing it. So when you're first starting out, your main focus needs to be getting products out. Etsy is massive. Right now, there's like over 4 million sellers on Etsy. So that means finding your shop that has two or three or hell, even 20 items is like finding a needle in a haystack. So right now, the name of the game is going to be getting more items into your shop because every product you have in your shop is a chance for someone to find you. And chances are your competition or shops that are selling items similar to yours have hundreds of listings. I think I'm just under 600 listings. So having more products also helps your chances of getting orders because when customers go to your shop, they have more to look through. And if your shop only has five listings, you know it's only going to take them about two seconds to see what products you have and move on to the next shop. So you want them to have plenty to look through. And that doesn't mean go balls to the wall and crank out as many list listings as humanly possible right out of the gate, okay? 
you will burn out and you'll want to quit before you even really get started. So I would try to get on a schedule and say, okay, I want to publish two listings a week or 10 listings a month or whatever works for you in your schedule right now. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And, and a pro tip, okay? This is something that really helped me get a lot of five stars reviews. So when you're putting in your shipping information, like how your how much your product weighs and what the measurements of the box is and things like that, it'll ask you to put in a processing time. And that's basically asking you how long is it going to take you to create this item and ship it out to the customer. So I can have a tumbler done in a day, right? But I have my processing time set to three to five business days. So when I do that tumbler and I ship it out in a day or two, the customer sees that it's been shipped a lot earlier than they expected. So then they're extra happy because they got their tumbler quote unquote early. And they talk about that in the review. So even though in reality I can get their order done in a day, they don't expect that. So when it happens, they're overjoyed and they feel compelled to brag about it in their review. And I know that was a ton of information and a lot to take in, but thank you for sticking through all of it. Sometime soon, I'll do another episode that dives deeper into strategies and methods you can use to really up-level your Etsy shop. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at HerLimitlessPotential. Thank you so much for listening. I know you're so busy and have a million other things you could be doing, so it means the world to me that you're here. If you want more episodes like this one, subscribe to us. And if you're enjoying the content, leave us a review because it helps so many other people find this show. If you have any thoughts or just want to connect, feel free to DM me on Instagram at herlimitlesspotential, okay? I love you so much, and I'll talk to you soon.